0: So I want to talk to you about why I keep singing. We're going to read a scripture together today from the book of Zephaniah, chapter 3. And it'll come up on the screen in a moment. Zephaniah, chapter 3. Okay, can you read that? Okay, let's all stand together and read it together. Come on. Here we go. You ready? Okay, one, two, three. Sing, daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. They will say to Jerusalem, do not fear Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will make great delight in you. He will quiet you. Make no mention of your sins. In the Amplified Bible, with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. This scripture is God-breathed. Jesus said, The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And when we read these verses, Verses, And when you read your Bible, hallelujah, you need to breathe in of the Spirit of God. You need to believe that Jesus' words are spirit and they are life. And they minister deep into our spirits. Sometimes our mind doesn't understand all that we read, but our spirit gets it. Hallelujah. And we need to live out of our spirit. So today we want to talk about this. And uh, the prophet Zephaniah is uh, talking to us. And he says, come on. He says, sing, daughter of Zion. Now, of course, uh, in in context, it's talking about the nation of Israel. And uh, in the first instance, it is advice to this nation. Hallelujah. To sing and to shout for God. Hallelujah. And to enjoy God and God is with them. And then also we know that the church is also spiritual Israel. And so, you know, we see Jerusalem coming down out of heaven in the last chapters of the book of the Bible. And so those things that apply to Israel also now apply to the church. So here it is. And it says, here's some good, good advice. It says, hey, there's some great words here that show us ways that we can express our heartfelt thanks to God. It says here, sing and shout aloud, O Israel. Shout aloud. Sing. Shout aloud, O Israel. And it says, goes on, it says, "Look, Be glad and rejoice with half a heart. What does it say? With what? Have the scripture up again. We better have the scripture up again. What does it say? Sing, shout aloud. You say, wait a minute. You know, God's not deaf. Why do you have to shout? I don't think you... I, I like just being quiet. Well, God's not nervous either. You know, there's time to shout. Hallelujah. Yeah, right. I've noticed some of the quiet guys that, that, that sit around that that are a bit quiet until they get in front of the TV screen <laughs> and the ref does something wrong. Come on. Come on. There's a bit of shout going on then. Right. And, and when we start to score, we start to win. There's a shout in the camp. And... Uh, so, but, but when it comes to God, sometimes we just sort of, oh, no, we did. The Psalms talks about shouting, hallelujah, when the shout and the walls will come down. We were singing it this morning in the first, first song, great song. We're going to sing it at the end as well. So there it is, shout, rejoice with all your heart. You know, when we come into the house of the Lord, hallelujah, get into the singing. Hook into it, eh? You know, don't just be passive. Sometimes we can be, we can, the things of, of the week have gone on and we're, our soul is lying down inside of us. But, hallelujah, he's worthy of our praise, amen? amen. Even though we might have struggled in the week, he's still worthy of our praise. And so, you know, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving, I'll enter his courts with praise, hallelujah. And that's the way we come into the house of the Lord. And so he is, he's saying, and so Zephaniah is saying, look, sing. He says, I'm singing. And then there's a scripture in Psalm 104 and verse 33, and it says, I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God. How long? As long as I live. I read that earlier this year, and I thought, Lord, that's that's me. That's me. I'm gonna sing hallelujah. I'm gonna sing praise to the Lord all of my life. He's worthy, isn't he? He's done so much for us. I'm just gonna sing. I'm gonna sing all the days of my life. You'll find me singing. Probably when I die, I'll still be singing. And I'll come through the gates of heaven with a shout, hallelujah. And the people will say, no, no, he's not, don't tell me he's here as well. But never mind, hallelujah. There's a song in our hearts, yes? And we want to bless the Lord. And, and, and you see, I'll, I will sing. This is a decision. It's a decision that we make. I will sing all the days of my life, amen? It's a decision that comes out of a heart of appreciation that God has done so much for me. I just will always be singing and praising the Lord, yeah? But now Zephaniah in in these verses begins to give us reasons why we're able to sing, why we should sing. And I think these things are fantastic uh, of, of, of reasons why I'm going to keep singing and why you can keep singing as well. And the first one is there. It says there, if we can go back to the other scripture, what's the first thing that comes up? Can we go back to Zephaniah one? Number one, the Lord has what? Has taken away what? Our punishment. Praise God. You know, the Bible says the wages of sin is death, and that's not just, not just dying physically. It means separation from God forever. Wow. The thing that he did. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Jesus paid the price for my sin. And he took it on the cross. Hallelujah. So I don't have to take it anymore. Praise God. And the judgment that was against me because of my sin, he has taken that punishment. Hallelujah. He's removed it. The Lord has taken away your punishment. Amen? And it's a wonderful thing and sets us free. Praise God. Never forget that. That's why we need to give our lives to Jesus unreservedly. That's why we need to accept him as our Savior and as our Lord. That's why we need to live for him. That's why we need to keep singing. Hallelujah. Because he's taken our sin away. Hallelujah. And it's a great thing. You know, that's why when I was young, I gave my life to Christ. Hallelujah. said, Lord, I need forgiveness. I need to be free. Hallelujah. And it's a wonderful thing to be free from the judgment of God. Hallelujah. And to know that my sin is forgiven. It's washed away in the name of Jesus. Praise God. That's worth a song. That's worth a song. Bless the Lord. So then the second reason comes up in that scripture and it says the second reason, what is it? He's turned back your enemy. Bless the Lord. You know, when your enemy flees, starts to run, we start singing, hallelujah. When we beat the Australians, we start singing. Bless the Lord. You know, and, and it's like that. And here's, here's a great scripture, uh, the uh, Here's one from Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 7. And this is the promise to those who will walk before the Lord in obedience. Here it says, The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. Hallelujah. Well, it's pretty quiet in good, here. Good. Love it. Love it. What does it say? They will come at you from one direction. But flee from you in seven. Hallelujah. How good is that? You know, the old devil and his demons and, and, and trouble and situations that arise against us. The enemy tries to swamp our boat. And, you know, tries to sink us and tries to cut our destiny off and cut off the purposes of God in our heart. When those enemies come out, God says, listen, my son, my daughter, when the enemy comes out against you, hallelujah, I'll turn it and he'll run, hallelujah. He might come in one way, he'll scatter in seven directions. Well, I'll have a bit of a shout about that. I'll sing, I'll, I'll, I'll sing, hallelujah. It's worth singing about, you know. And here's the thing. Our enemies are not just the demon spirits that are around, or the troubles that come our way, or sickness, or things that situations that arise against it, sometimes the enemy is within us. You see, those appetites which begin to arise and begin to demand attention, the appetite for rest or exercise, we, we don't want to do stuff, we get lazy, we, the, the body starts to say, I'm not going there. Sunday morning comes around, the body says, wait a minute. So the spirit says, I'm off to church. So the body says, not likely, I need some more sleep. (laughs) And the soul says, I don't feel like going to church this morning. And we have to take authority over this. But the enemy sometimes is within us, our appetite. There's other appetites in our body for food and for sex. These appetites are great. In, as long as they keep within the banks of the river that God is in, but once they get outside of there, they can cause all sorts of difficulties and God says i 'll deal with those enemies you, if I'll, you, you let me deal with them. hallelujah. they come up, and we need to uh, live like God wants us to live amen, amen. so the enemy uh, you see God has placed these things within us but Sometimes they become our enemy. We find we got a battle on our hands, and God says, "Hey, trust me. Walk with me. I'll deal with those things as well." The same way that our emotions and our soul can become an enemy. You know the old soul man. Emotions get out of control. We get angry. We start to say things, or we get sad. We get depressed, we get down to stuff, and the old soul is lying down on the inside. It becomes an enemy to us. It's stopping us from enjoying what God's got for us. Doors of opportunity open up, and we're, oh, where to? to, No, I'm depressed. I can't. And God says, come on, son. Come on, son. Hallelujah! Raise a song of thanksgiving, and your enemy will scatter seven directions. Hallelujah. Don't let your soul run you. Don't let your body run you. Hallelujah. Let your spirit run you. Let your spirit be in control. Yes? Praise God. And have a shout of victory. Sing a song of deliverance. Praise God. God loves us and and, and he's for us. One of the great promises that keeps me singing, it's it's found uh, in Isaiah chapter 54 in the last verse. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And every tongue that rises in judgment or that accuses you, God will refute it. Amen. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication. No weapon that is formed against you, son of God, daughter of God will prosper. Amen. People start to talk nonsense about you. God says, I'll deal with it. You just keep walking with me, son. Keep singing. Hallelujah. Keep enjoying God. I'll deal with the enemy. They'll scatter them seven directions away from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. See, God's such a good God, isn't he? Hallelujah. So, so, I'm just going to keep singing. Just going to keep, you're going to keep singing. Paul's going to keep singing. Lord, help us. But, but there it is. Glory, glory. Number three, number three. What else? That'll do. The King of Israel is with you. Yeah. That'll do. Hallelujah. Never again will you fear any harm. Psalm 23, King David said, I will fear what? No evil. no evil. Why? For you're with me. I'm shouting a bit this morning. Getting a bit excited. And I'm only not even halfway through. You say, oh, don't tell me he's going to go on that long. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. I'll fear no evil for you with me. When we know that the Lord, the King of Israel, is with us, then the power of evil causing us to fear is just not there. And later on it says, the Lord your God is with you. Can I have the verse again? It keeps disappearing. The Lord your God is with you. Here it is. Never again will you fear. On that day they'll say to Jerusalem, do not fear, Zion. And down in verse 17, the Lord God is with you. The who? The mighty warrior who saves. Amen? The mighty warrior. Jesus is the mighty warrior. He's with us today. Let fear be gone and a shout of victory arise. Amen. Hallelujah. And as you begin to sing, the Lord will, the enemy will quickly retreat to a safer place. He does not like a singing person, he does not like a singing family. The devils do not like the shout of victory. Hallelujah. The enemies in your soul and the enemies in your appetites, they do not like you singing, hallelujah, and praising the Lord. And they'll try and keep you quiet for as long as they can. But hallelujah, we need to raise a song. Raise, Raise a song, hallelujah, and begin to believe God for great things. Moses said to the Lord, you see, he's with us. He's with us. The mighty warrior is with me. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. He's with you. He's there. Emmanuel. What is that? God with us. Hallelujah. Moses said, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. But his presence is with us. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to keep singing. God is with us. God is with you. The mighty warrior. Hallelujah. The God of Israel. He is with us. Number four. Listen to this. What's next? Verse 17. He will take great delight in you. He will take great delight in you. Now... I've discovered that this is a thing that we don't easily accept. We find that some of us, in fact, probably more than we'll admit, find it difficult to think that God would actually delight over us. He really does like you, he's you. He really does like you. This is the God of heaven who created heaven and earth. He delights in us. Hallelujah! We see the trouble is we're so used when we come to God, we're usually in difficulty, and we don't pray until we are in difficulty half the time, and then we have to come and oh Lord, sorry, God, and we, and we sneak into God's presence, and say Lord, here I am again. And we've had grace, you know, we find we're looking for mercy. And we're looking for grace to help in time of need. And we're just not sure in those times whether God actually likes us. He tolerates us. He accepts us. But no, He delights in you. Right. Hallelujah. We, we need to change the picture. Like how we preached last week, what can you see? Yeah. If all you can see is a God who, who, is, who is sort of down on you, And waiting for you to trip up and say, I knew you'd do that. Hallelujah, you're in trouble now. That's not my God. He delights in us. Hallelujah. That's why I keep singing. He delights in us. He enjoys you. He he thinks you're fantastic. You're his son. You're his daughter. Not only that, it says here, he takes great delight in you. He's not just, oh, well, I better delight in her. No, he takes great delight. Praise God. This is the God who created us, who created heaven and earth, who holds the worlds in the palm of his hand, and he delights in me. I say hallelujah. Lord, I'll be praising you all the days of my life. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. You see, this is the Lord that we serve. See, sometimes we forget that our Heavenly Father delights in us. Most times we're on our knees asking for forgiveness. It's so easy to feel ashamed and expect a good telling off. God loves you. He loves you when you trip over. He loves you when you get up again. He loves you when you dust yourself down. He delights over you. You're his kid. Those of us who are mums and dads, we just love our kids. We delight in them. I discovered that I too easily forget that I am his son, and as such, he is thrilled about me. When Jesus was being baptised, God was so delighted in him that he couldn't hold back. It says And a voice from heaven said this is my son whom I love with him I am well pleased. Yes. As I meditated on this I came to the realization that this is the how the father sees all his children. This is how the father sees. all This is my son. Hallelujah. She thrills me to bits. Hallelujah. This is my son. Hallelujah. I am delighted in him. And so it is with you. He takes great delight, you know when you, you have children and you see them, I've, all of us have been with a lot of us have been with our kids and with our uh, mokus, and, and you see them, and you just love them to bits. you can't help it. Some of them are doing better than others, but you love them all, hallelujah. And then you know they, they do they delight me. I hear good reports and i just think hallelujah i hear not so good reports i say hallelujah anyway you know ah, i got a thing that came up on facebook and my my second son glenn and he's doing a, he's doing a um a degree and he's he, do you know my kids are in their 50s wow do you know wow. that's that's frightening and he's, he, he's been pastoring the church, uh, church uh, uh, C three Church in Glenis, and he, he's doing a degree of, in counselling. He wants to do counselling, and he's just finished. He says, uh, and he got his grades back, and he got a, a, a note from from the from the professor. Congratulations, A A plus, in his papers. Hallelujah! I'm as proud as Punch. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying his victory. That's my sum. Hallelujah! I'm delighted in him. Bless the Lord. Why not, eh? That's how God feels about you. That's how God, he, he takes great delight in you. I preached this a few weeks ago um, in a little church in Kerry, Kerry. And, and there. It's the only sermon I've got left. And, 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 I, and this lady came to me afterwards and, and she was in her, in her 60s and she said she said I, I I don't believe that I can't believe that God delights in me. Tears started to pour down the cheeks of her face. And I thought, oh Lord She's walked with you for all these years and still she feels unworthy. She still feels that God couldn't possibly be pleased with her and I don't know the reasons for that, but I prayed with her and somewhere along the line, she's believed a lie. She's got the wrong end of God. She's missed out on something. When I was able to pray. Sophie and I prayed with her. We said, Lord, just restore to her the joy of the Lord. Help her to know that she really does please you. Because none of us are perfect. None of us get it right. All lights over us. He still loves us. He still delights over us. And then, then the next thing is, it says, number five, he says, he will quiet you. With his love. And when I read that, I I picked up the the Amplified Bible, and guess what? It says this, and it says, He will quiet you with his love. And when that word quiet, it says, He'll make no mention of your sins. And when I went back to the original language, that's the word that is used. He'll make no mention. You say, wait a minute, He'll quiet you with his love. You know, we get into the habit of when we talk to God, we just keep repeating our failures. We keep going over the same old stuff. And there comes a time when God just says, hush, hush. I'm I'm not remembering your past failures. I forgave those. When I forgave them, I've forgotten them. I don't know what you're talking about. And he quietens us. He makes no mention of our sins. Sure, we need to come and keep the slate clean and keep the account short. But don't go over all the stuff. Do you know what? Do you know what God? God I've forgiven you, son. I've cleansed you. Hush. He quietens us. He makes no mention of our city. He just loves us when we come to him. When we keep dragging them up, he causes us to be still and just to know that He is God. One of the greatest destructive things in relationships is bringing up the failures. Of the past, and somewhere along the line when that keeps happening in our marriages and keeps happening with our kids, we need to be still and let him quieten us with his love. The, the prodigal son was coming home, and he he'd been away and he spent all he, he spent all his inheritance he'd spent and he, now he's in the pig pen, and he He's wasted all his money with prostitutes and goodness knows what else. And he's coming home and he says, man, I, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going home. I'm going home. And he, and he thinks, I don't know how, what dad's going to think of me when I turn up again, but I, 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 better, get a, I better tell him. And he practices this prayer. And he, he's doing, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. Dad, I've sinned against heaven. He's got. To, he says, "When I see Dad, I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm going to have it ready. I'm going to be tell him I I, I know where I'm at, and I, I, I and so even and in your sight, I'm no longer going home. And he's coming round over the hills, and I've sinned against heaven, and in your sight, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants, Father. That'll be good. I'll just I'll just be in the Close to the family will be good. And he comes over the hill and his dad sees him coming. And his dad is through the gate and down the hill and runs towards the son and wraps him up in his arms and begins to hug him and hug him. He's so thrilled, he's so delighted to see his son. He said, Wait a minute, he's, he's lost your inheritance. He's wasted, he, he's been off the rails. He's in the big bin. I don't care, says the father. I'm just so delighted to see him. I just delight in him. I don't care where he's been. I just love him. He's come home. And he wraps him up and says, hold on, dad. I, I, I need to tell you this. I need to say something to you. Okay, so he says, father. I said dad, I've sinned against heaven and against God, against God and against you, Lord, and, and I'm no longer Worthy to be called your son. And he's about to say, Make me as one of the highest. And the father puts his son. <laughs> he, he says, Son, son, be quiet. Make no mention of your sin. Hallelujah. You can't be a hired servant in the family of God. This my son. My son was dead, but is alive again. He was lost and he's found. Hallelujah. He says, kill the jolly fatted calf. Let's celebrate. Let's have a party. Let's delight. Hallelujah. This my son was lost, but he's found. And the father begins, calls for a celebration. He loves you. With an unfailing love. Sometimes we need to stop fondling the hurts of the past. We bring them out, we feel them. We need to let them go. He has. Last one. What's the last sentence? He will will what? He he will rejoice over me, over you, with singing. You said, does God sing? You betcha. Boy, I'd love to hear God sing. I wonder what he sounds like. Very good. Yeah? <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Very <laughs> Haven't you? <laughs> I mean, I've heard some great singers in my day. Haven't you? Wow. They move you. Beautiful voice. You've got a beautiful voice, Karen. They move you. You wait till you hear God sing. What's that going to be like? He sings, he sings. God gets up and he begins to sing, hallelujah. And he sings over you, hallelujah. He's so delighted. In his presence, the psalmist says, his fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures of evermore. If there's joy in heaven, hallelujah, they're singing. You read Revelation, they're singing in heaven. They're singing, worthy is the Lamb. Heaven is filled with the song of the Lord. Every time somebody gives their heart to Jesus, the angels start rejoicing. The angels start singing, hallelujah. And do you think God is just sitting on his throne going, that's interesting. He's up, hallelujah. He's up. He's saying, "Hallelujah, Jesus, you've won the victory." Amen. Here's another soul that's given their lives to us. Hallelujah, become part of and welcome into the family. And God sings over us. He, Hallelujah, He sings over you. Sometimes in the, in the night, He sings songs. What have I got down here? Psalm six? Oh, no, it's not Psalm forty-two and verse eight. Sometimes in the night, He sings over us a soothing song of comfort at night. His song is with me. Psalm 42.8. At other times, he surrounds us with songs of deliverance. Psalm 32.7. But most often, I think, most often, he sings a song of celebration. For this son of mine, this daughter of mine, was dead and is alive again. He was lost, and now he's found. So they began to celebrate. Hallelujah. God, the Father of heaven, gets off his throne and begins to lift his voice, begins to sing hallelujah over his sons and his daughters, the songs of faith, the songs of joy, the songs of celebration. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, we can get down into our situations, but I tell you, God can scatter the enemy seven ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He he has taken away our punishment. Bless the Lord. I'll keep singing. I'll keep singing. Hallelujah. I'll keep singing because he's with me. Hallelujah. The Lord, uh, God of Israel is with us. The mighty warrior, hallelujah, of heaven accompanies us. Day by day, night by night, into every situation. He's the King of Kings. He takes great delight over you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. He delights in you. Hallelujah. How he's singing. He delights in you, my brother. How he's singing over you. He said, Look at that fella. He was dead, as dead as he come. Now he's alive. He was lost. Now he's found. Hallelujah. He delights in you. He delights in you. Lynn, he delights in you. He delights in you. Hallelujah. You, you have looked after the poor. You've got an eye for the lost. You care about the unloved. He delights in you. He sings over you. He loves you. This is his daughter. Hallelujah. You're a joy to him. You're a joy. Hallelujah. Yes, you are. You are. You're a joy to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ruth, you've become weary and well-doing. But God loves you with an unfailing love. He thinks you are brilliant. You stand up and others say, it can't be done. And you say, yes, it can. And that delights in him because you're a woman of faith. Hallelujah. And the weariness will pass and the refreshing of the Holy Spirit will come. Hallelujah. Things will begin to change in this year of the Lord. Hallelujah. God loves you. He delights over you. He delights over you. He delights over you. He delights over you. Hallelujah. He delights over you, Jan. He sings over you. Hallelujah. You're not finished yet. You're close, but you're not finished yet. (laughs) Make everyone rejoice. rejoice. Hallelujah. God loves us. Hallelujah. He cares about us. Amen. He cares about you. Hallelujah. My brother from South Africa, he, he knows you. I don't know you, but he knows you, and he's got your future in his hands. Hallelujah. He cares about you. He's already started to sing over you. You watch what God does on your behalf. He's a good God. Yes? yes. Praise the Lord. He cares about you. you. You know, if you've never, if you're not walking with Jesus today, hallelujah, you, you need to just turn around and give your life. Say, Lord, I'm going to walk for you the rest of my life, I, I'm going to put you first the rest of my life. Because he loves you. He created you, but he wants to form you. He wants to make you into somebody special. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Carol, God is for you. He's for you. Hallelujah, I a, I see a zigzag path, but God is going to straighten it out for you this year. You trust him. Do it God's way. And that zigzag will begin to straighten out. Hallelujah. And things will begin to happen for you. God is so good, yes? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. That's about enough. But we need to read the verse. We need to read the scripture together. Amen? Amen. Come on. With all your strength and with all scripture again. And this time begin to say it. With all your strength and with all your heart. Hallelujah. I got the first bit wrong. It says it's meant to be sing, O daughter of Zion. So here we go. Yes. Gabby's ready. Yes. Sounds like Gabby's ready. Good on you, Gab. Here we go. One, two, three. Sing, Amen. O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away. Oh, we better stop there and say hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You've taken away our punishment. Let's just thank him for a minute when we come to these things. Hallelujah. Next, he has turned back your enemy. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Keep doing it, Lord. Turn our enemies back in the name of Jesus. Let them scatter seven ways. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. The Lord, here we go. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you. The mighty warrior who says, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you what, the nation of Israel needs to read this every morning. Because God delights over them. Hallelujah they got a battle on their hands right now, but God's for them, amen? amen. The mighty warrior, hallelujah. Amen. Next, the Lord your God. He will take great delight in you. Come on. Thank you, wipe, wipe out all the negative stuff. Wipe it away. He loves you. He will take great delight in you. Yes, he will. He will. Hallelujah. Lord, Say it. Lord, you delight in me. Lord, you take great delight in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will quiet you with his love. He'll quiet He'll hush you down. When you start talking nonsense, when you start talking rubbish, when you're going over and over the old stuff, God says, wait a minute, hush, hush. I love you. Be still. Hush. Hush. Don't go over that stuff again. I've, I've, wiped you, I've wiped it clean. Amen. Hallelujah. It's okay. I've forgiven you. It's all right. Hallelujah. Last, he will rejoice over you with singing. He will rejoice over me. He will rejoice over me. Oh no, that's been going quite sick. Here we go. One, two, three. He will rejoice over me with singing. Amen. Let's give him a hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're such a good God, Lord. Oh, make this year a year of breakthrough for the people. In the mighty name of Jesus.